Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. At Vanguard, this is more than just a retirement plan. This is your cappuccino date in Italy, the beach house with the matching bicycles. It's your rental car down memory lane and weekends reuniting with friends from over the years. This is the future you imagined, and Vanguard is here to help you build it. Because at Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on. You can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Backed by 24-7 customer support and specialists to help with hard-to-find products. Because you've got everyone's back. We've got yours. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's next? What's happening? What you gonna do? You got the money you owe us, motherfucker? We're putting the band back together. You were the backbone, the nerve center of a great rhythm and blues band. You can make that live, breathe, and jump again. For me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. So what happens now? Is the food free or do we pay someone? Of course not. They send you a bill. We'll do it live. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! They came to work every day. And there were no days off. The show goes on. All right. How was the how was the bike ride, Andy? Let's start with that. Uh, bike ride was good. The weather is uh, just about Fantastic, perfect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, we're gonna head towards you know hot and humid, but uh, for now it's really nice. Was this the first one of the year? Uh, we had gone out a couple of weeks ago. I was out of town last week, so uh, this is actually the second one of the year. How many okay. miles do you do? Yeah. Uh, maybe 40. 40 miles? Jeez, yeah. I don't drive that much. Well, it's, you know, it's a bicycle. Is it it's exhausting, or is it just energetic? 
It's both. It? I, I really enjoy it, uh, and there are some hills that are exhausting. Okay. But the majority of the ride is very pleasant and okay. not that taxing. Did you run into Louis Shrek <laughs> walking down the- <laughs> with his dogs? <laughs> Louis, that was so funny when that happened. Louis moved to Ashburn. You know that, Really? Right? Yeah. Oh. And moved across the river to go work for Snyder and then yeah. got fired by Snyder. So oh, he did? Really? I think. I, I think he's that. still working for him. Really? That's what I understand. He wasn't part of the purge of uh, no, 100 no, people? No. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still. Louis is a survivor. I think he's still there. He's <laughs> a cockroach. He is. He is. <laughs> you can't kill Louis. And I mean that with Company love. Man, of course. Louis, if you're listening. It's hard cockroach. to be a cockroach. Most of us <laughs> get stockroach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why don't we start with the NFL draft? And let's start with the traditional airing of the host grievances. Your son, Jeremy, (laughs) Andy, retweeted your tweet about what is with ESPN forcing Greenberg down our throats? (laughs) Well, first first of all, the reason he retweeted it and he tagged you was they (laughs) both he and my daughter love it when you kill me on the podcast. (laughs) So so they they were trying to get you stirred up to attack me for, and I'm not really attacking Greenberg for this because I think Greenberg did actually okay on this. No, he didn't. Well, I... He tried too hard. He <laughs> sold it too much. What a night here at the draft. So great to have fans back. But he let the other guys talk, which is what Gee. you're supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't understand why he can't do the third day. Is it that taxing? So they had Reese Davis do Berman di- never did. Yeah. I won't either. Yeah, well, they, it's Berman was, was the fair-haired boy, which I, I never understood that either. Don't you miss him, though? No. Come on. No, I don't. I miss him on the draft. I don't. I do not. I miss I miss a lot of the old guys, well, even that I didn't like when they were in their position. That's why they brought primetime back with him and Tom Jackson on ESPN+. Plus, Plus yes. Yeah, that's, do you subscribe to that? I, we have it, but I've never. I've, I watched like five minutes. I'm like, oh, it's, yeah, that, hi, it's that, highlights. That's an unusual <laughs> oh, it's highlights. They're, they're trying to draw in a group of people who wouldn't normally do that. So these are old-time guys. So people who grew up watching them in the 80s would, I guess, subscribe, but I don't know how that's working out. Okay. Um, what else from the draft was notable? First of all, do you want to give the Wolfskins a grade, Andy? No. Come on. These no, grades. do it. These that's grades what, are stupid. No, they're the, that's the way you do it. Yeah. I've never heard of a single player they drafted. A. That's, <laughs> that's what I like. Isn't that good, though? Doesn't that's it great. mean that Dan yeah. is not? With his fingers yeah, in the pie anymore? I don't anymore. think he knew Jamin Davis from Jamin Davis. Appears that way. <laughs> we jamming, we jamming. I thought it was jamming. And when you started to see the two quarterbacks drop, Mac Mac Jones went all the way to 15, I think the old Wolfskins would have right. jumped up and tried to get him. So the temptation, and I agree, because I don't think he's going to be a great pro. Fields, maybe. I don't know. You didn't like that walk? That yeah. walk of Mac Jones? By the way, by the way have, have you seen a picture of him without a shirt on? Oh, he looks like me. Yeah, oh, he looks well. He looks like Brady. Somebody said, "No, seriously." There's a picture of him with a cigar yeah. in his mouth after one of their That's national championships, and somebody tweeted, "Well, Belichick does have a type, doesn't yeah. he?" Because it looked just like Brady. Brady didn't look that fat. Brady looked more <laughs> looked doughy. Okay, but, but this guy actually <laughs> looked <the> fat. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, the walk is the, funny. The, Some the, people the, put the walk of the uh, Heath Ledger walking from the exploding hospital <laughs> like in, in batman oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's kind of funny well i mean he was he, he was supposed to be in the number three pick so he had to wait 12 picks to get his name called he nice was anxious. Uh, doesn't doesn't mac jones's 
hips look a little bit too wide. That's and what I'm saying. Dopey. Really? That's what I'm yeah, saying. It, this looks like a woman's pantsuit to me. <laughs> the last quarterback I rooted for had a dad body was Sonny Jurgensen, but he stopped playing 45 years ago. Well, yeah. Belichick likes that. Belichick has the need for a man's ear at times, and mm. uh, maybe he likes guys if, who aren't Adonis's. What's the point? It's if, football, not a bodybuilding contest. If Mac Jones is good, God help us all. <laughs> yeah. Right? If okay, they get it for another fifteen years. God help us all. And, and and everybody puts Brady and Belichick together, but do you think that Belichick actually developed Brady? That's the question. Well, can't separate out the egg from the yolk or whatever right. the saying is. We'll never fully know. Although we do know Brady won the Super Bowl. Yeah, first in year. year one yeah, without Belichick. Him. Scoreboard Brady won exactly. to Belichick zero. And he drafted other quarterbacks who didn't work out. Like Ryan Mallett wasn't a first round pick, but was fairly high. Third round, I want to say. Third round, okay. Yeah. So okay. He, he didn't have, it wasn't like he had this great eye for quarterbacks and knew how to pick them. Uh, Garoppolo, maybe. But okay. Garoppolo can't stay healthy, and they've Stid- already discarded him. Uh, Stidham might not be able to play. We right. don't know. He hasn't gotten a chance. Stidham. Uh, did you like this kid, Quinn Miners, out of UW-Whitewater, whose training tape included such ridiculousness as knocking over dead trees <laughs> like he's blocking them? Yeah. I mean, come on now. I Good for him. He's projected as he can play in this league despite being D3. But it never hurts to have a marketing <laughs> angle, a mm-hmm. hook, you know. Yeah, this and this was a great hook, him working out during the pandemic at a cabin in Ontario. He can get uh, outdoor, uh, what's it called, see Bass and Bass and Pro, Bass Pro or something. Bass Pro, you yeah. think he's already a possible well, sure, sponsor right there? Some outdoors place. This will be something we'll either laugh at a couple of years from now or say, hmm. I knew what he was doing. These <laughs> guys need to train and look good. Quarterbacks, who cares? If you can get the ball down the field, who cares what you look like? You don't have to look like Tiger to be a golfer. Did you see the story that allegedly Matt Rule's yes. wife made one of the Panthers picks? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. You didn't see that story. No. Do you remember who it was, Sally? Chuba Hubbard, the yeah, running back. Chuba Hubbard, the guy. Oklahoma State. That's a known player. Yeah, Chuba Hubbard, the, he's Canadian, by the way. He was the guy that – that got up into Mike Gundy's yeah. face during the peak of the Black Lives Matter thing because Gundy dared to wear an OAN T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And Chuba Hubbard is like, feel my power, feel my wrath. So they take him in Carolina. Do you really believe that they were on the fence and they let Matt Rule's wife actually pick? Well, the owner was there too because uh, he talked to Chuba also. And they, and they had video okay. and audio of the whole thing, which is odd because mm. – Right. It seemed like a whole setup kind of thing. Like a work, yeah, right? Probably. Like a work to say, look at how progressive we are. We let women pick players, right? I, well, I doubt she's heard of most of the players on the board in the fourth <laughs> round. Like, oh, Chuba Hubbard. That's the only one I probably knew, too. <laughs> if Chuba Hubbard is a bust, then we're going to hear, well, look at that dope. He yeah. let his wife pick the player. Oh, my God. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. He better not be a bust now because <laughs> right. she will definitely catch heat for that, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see the Quitty Payne story? I've heard the name. What's it? Quitty Payne's mom. They they like emigrated from war torn Rwanda. Mm-hmm. She worked a million jobs, got them into college, played football, graduated with great grades, and now he's going to be able to buy her house because he was a highly drafted pick. Boy, you got to love those stories, a, don't you? Tom Rinaldi three zero yeah. fastball, is it not? <laughs> well, the Najee Harris had his draft celebration at the homeless shelter he had right. to live in. As he grew up. so uh, Okay, so there was that as well. They all make for good stories, I guess. Uh, Here's something from back in the day, Andy. This is when one Daryl Green 
Was picked. Yep, 28. Was picked. And I'd never heard this audio before, but Daryl himself tweeted about it and joked, like, good thing I'm not shy about talking about myself. Or I like, good thing I don't like confidence because they treated Daryl Green as a complete afterthought on the broadcast here, and they just wanted to talk about Dan Marino sliding down the board that year. Right. And that was 83, and right? That's, that's the last year that they didn't have Mel Kuyper on the broadcast, and this is part of the reason. Oh, he really? has the card on the Redskins selection in the first round. And United States. <laughs> standard death. The Super Bowl champion Washington Redskins. Good old standard death. Yeah. It's so aged and warbly and everything. Complete the first round with their choice of cornerback Daryl Green, Texas A&I. By the way, is that a little bit of a gasp, surprised in the crowded ballroom, the small venue that it used to be? <gasps> Who's that? Stay and I. Baltimore Colts, yeah. A, a small the old, school. The old curved yeah. feather now, for one year. Here we go. Before we wrap up the Marino situation, I think you have to point out, and after covering him for four years, the fact that... <laughs> who are these chumps, <laughs> Dr. Z, who, Dr. Z, who, who was a college guy. And, and Howard, In the middle. Howard Balzer. Howard Balzer over here. Yeah. Sporting News, who you did a radio show, and he used to have Mel on as a guest all the time. So he, he was into the draft, and that's George Grand, who uh, I guess disappeared shortly after that. The people that play with him, the people that work with him have a great deal of respect for him. And he is a competitor, and he's the kind of young man who you feel is going to make the best shot that he can out of what he has. Maybe he should have taken the USFL offer that he had, as it turns out. Well, it'll be interesting to see now the uh, the contract negotiations, not only with Marino, with Miami, but with all the first-round picks. So it's going to be something to follow as well. Anybody interested in Darrell Green? <laughs> Bobby Bethard uh, was hoping he'd be around. Says he's one of the two sleepers in the whole draft. I won't tell you the other one because, you know, it was a confidence. Okay, stop. Dr. Z had that then. Okay, stop. Do you really think that GMs like Bethard were telling reporters, here's my two sleepers, but keep it to yourself? He might. Before the internet? Who knows? Do you think they're doing that now? No, no, but no fucking way, right? Bethard was big on off-the-record things, and there was an incident with Christine Brennan when she was covering the team Uh-oh. where something was said <laughs> that Bethard thought record. was off the record and she thought was on the record, Uh-oh. and that, that created a problem. Now, here's the thing on Green. I was working in Dallas at the time, and Gil Brandt came out after the first round. It was over. And they had taken – they had gone only a pick earlier, and they had taken Jim Jeffcoat, who was a defensive end sure. from Arizona, I think. And they had two good corners. They had Michael Downs, and they had um, – who was the Everson other one? Walls. Everson Walls was yeah. the other one, yeah. So they didn't need a corner. And Gil Brandt said, the Redskins just picked Daryl Green. Everything we fed into the computer made him the number one prospect in the draft. <laughs> really? The mm-hmm. computer, like NASA, huh? Yeah. Well, it, it, was, it was the end of the first round. It wasn't like he was a 12th rounder back when right. they had 12 rounds. Well, they didn't then. televise after that. <laughs> I guess no, not. Yeah. Greenberg didn't do those. So no. <laughs> Texas A&I, it doesn't – doesn't exist anymore. No, it right? does. It's Texas A&M Kingsville, I think. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it and what division did they play? They were Division D1. One. Yeah, there was what like a, a mid-major. <laughs> yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, okay. Some, something. Uh, something. The they Pac Six. It, it was back. Then. It was. It was. I guess what would they consider one double A? So like uh, okay. what James Madison okay. is now. That okay. Kind of, yeah. Here's the comment though that I just thought, wow. They wouldn't dare say this today because it would be deemed insensitive. Listen to Dr. Z saying why Daryl Green might be 
be a bit of a reach, even in the first round. Sleepers in the whole draft. I won't tell you the other one because, you know, he, he, it was a confidence, but uh, he said he's, people are, are turned off because he's a little shrimp. Five, seven and a half, five, eight. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're turned off because he's a little shrimp? <laughs> Did you hear that? Because he's a little shrimp. Five, seven. Mm, a short. little shrimp. <laughs> you know today the inner will be like, he short-shamed that player. You can't use shrimp. You have to use vertically challenged. But, uh, he said he's, people are, are turned off because he's a little shrimp. Five, seven and a half, five, eight. Um, but I think they're projecting him to that, that hot corner, the left corner. The white okay. And Bobby Beathard, uh, he's one of those guys. He has a feeling about a player, and very rarely is he... So that was from back in the day. Uh, the draft did great television numbers. It beat sure. the shit out of the Oscars, which is no surprise given how low they've sunk. But basically for three days, they were the number one story and not a game was played. They did better than I think all but one of the World Series games. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And you know the number is going to be better than some of the NBA games. Oh, yeah. NBA Finals games, right. no matter who's in it. It's uh, football, for God's I know it is football. And it's something all of us watch because we're like, ooh, who did our team get? At least a little bit. Every football fan tunes in for some part of the draft, don't they? Or at least look yeah. up. It's on right, all the time. Because you, you have your exciting college players you like and then the pro teams you like, and it's the merging of the two, and it's great for arguments. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. Sports radio lives on argument. That guy sucks. He's going to be great. No, well, you're wrong. They took, they took the younger McShay, and they paired him with Mel, and it's a great combination. They they go yeah. at each other, and it's good spirited. It works great. Didn't they almost run Mel out one year? Uh, yes, I seem yes, to remember he oh. was on the brink. He was he Mark Shapiro, who later worked for Dan Snyder. Says all you need to know, and <laughs> and directly impacted the reason that we're doing yeah, this as a podcast now instead of a radio show. Right. He he he. <laughs> His his take was pretty much who's Mel Kiper, and from what I understand, there were a number of people at ESPN who had to explain to him, including Tony Kornheiser, who called him up and said, "What the f are you doing? No way! Oh yeah, and like this guy's a big asset to the network. Oh yeah, I I got a call from Mel telling me it was over. Wow. Yeah. And and they and they, and but there's no room for two draft people. Well, this was before. Andy, let me tell you, I'm a friend, but it's over. Okay, I'm out. Okay, it's a uh, Todd's Joe shot job now. Todd, 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 Todd. Yeah. So, so you're doing an imitation of, of Galliendo doing an imitation. It's bad Xerox of a bad Xerox. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. So, By the way, for the record, uh, so he survived anyway. Yeah. But for the record, Daryl Green says in his tweet, "I was five eight and three quarters, <laughs> not five foot seven. Yeah. Well, he's. He, I've. I've looked him in the eyes. He's about my height. I'm no five kidding. nine. Yeah. Unbelievable. Had uh, played twenty years at corner in the NFL. He uh, twenty fucking. He years. he was un unbelievable. And according to Richie Pettibone, if Jarris White hadn't held out. Daryl Green would have been the greatest punt returner in the history of the NFL. Oh, I don't doubt it. Because they, they were going to play him there because he would have been like the nickel corner. Right. And he I mean, he would have been unbelievable. Well, the punt return against the Bears was the greatest punt return yeah. in Redskin history, yeah, right? I would think so. I mean, and he, and he could have probably done that. He had such amazing yeah, speed. Well, once he had a hole, he was gone. I mean, he, he, was, he was Devin Hester if he wanted yes, to be. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, and, of course... This was the, uh, what year was this? 87, I think, 88. 88 playoffs in Soldier Field on that awful carpet. I mean, look at that. Look at how hard it looks <laughs> just on television. It's an odd green. Man. Yeah, exactly. And and he, he uh, pulled a rib muscle hurtling a guy returning that punt. Against the wind.
end out of his own end zone. Tommy Barnhart. Yep. Number 17. There's Ron Rivera on the right side, yeah. lining up the line. 59, yeah. Wow, how about that, huh? He hurdles Cap Boso. Watch this. Burst, cut, Boom. hurdle, and another cut. Hold the ribs. Look out! Now, that is all over. Pat Summerall. That ended the game for him. He wasn't going to play the following week. And Which was the NFC Championship. Exactly, game. against the Vikings. And Richie Pettibone called him up and said, you need to take the shot. And he said, I'm not taking the take shot. Take the needle. And, he, and finally, he finally was convinced to take the needle. He wound up making the game-saving play, knocking really? the ball away from Darren Nelson at the end oh of the game. Oh, my That's God, right. I can't believe that. And he said, you know, basically, <laughs> the shot wore off about the second quarter. <laughs> so he was playing in pain the rest of the way. I got to see that final play here because it was so good. 87 Joe. championship. All Joe Jackson gives literally on his knees. Yep in prayer uh, to make sure they held on at the goal line. All right, where is it? It's got to be it's here. Right at the end. end. Yeah. Okay, here Wade Wilson. Yep. Jerry Burns, the coach. the Super Bowl. Here's the call on fourth down and four for the Redskins. Fourth and four. Wade Wilson. To the right. Back to throw. Wade Wilson. Look. Throws. Under coverage. Full knock loose. Darren Nelson headed. Truth be told, Darren Nelson dropped that. Yeah, but Darryl, look where Daryl Green is. He, I don't think he would have let him get in the end zone because he was coming. I don't know, Andy. Mm. I mean, Daryl Green was not a thumper, obviously. No, but he was five, nine. Nine. He on. had the angle there to, to knock him out of the All right, this is man. where I'm going to ask Church, my longtime Viking fan, whether or not up there they say Darren Nelson would have been in. Because yeah. they might say, look, at Darren Nelson's literally standing on the white chalk if goal If only line. they had replay back then to oh. fix the egregious call. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> if see, Daryl's got him wrapped up before he had, he's in the end zone. If he had caught it clean, yeah. Daryl's got him wrapped, but does he have the drive to keep him out? And this receiver might have scraped Daryl off a bit. Well, there's Monty Coleman closing in, too. He had good speed. Yeah. Well, guess what? Ball was out. That's it. Redskins, and it was only it would have only tied the game, right? Because it was seventeen to ten. So something else to think about. Okay, anything else on the draft before we move on? Uh, no, I, I think the draft is they've got it down. I think they've got it figured out. Yeah, which but is they're one adding of the all this chutzpah. Yeah, chazarai. Sorry, They are adding all this chazarai. Goodell's chair. The fucking chair. Well, it's you know, and and the and the Goodell fist bumps and the hugs and guys, come on, bring it in, guys. Hey. He's going to have to discipline later. <laughs> Disgusting. Am I the only guy that resents the fact that Goodell just blows out of town after the first round and lets his administrative assistant do night two? Well, they had some secretary announcing the picks. Really? This is a big moment for these kids. You can't get somebody else up there. I'm not saying you can't have a woman, but she was like literally administrative assistant. <laughs> well, the NBA only does two rounds, and Adam they used Silver. to make. They used to make Russ Granick do the yeah, second round when uh, Sil- David Stern was doing it. Silver only does round one. I think it's I think it's a, a a special thing for early round picks to have the commissioner do it. Well, yeah, but if you're a second or third round pick, you shouldn't have the secretary announcing your name. Now they had some celebrity yeah. pickers in there, but it wasn't every one though. Oh, by the way, did you see the uh, the Mike Golick entrance? No. Oh yeah, Greenberg doing it. This was this <laughs> this was round two. 
or three. The lesser was. Mike of Mike and Mike, my he, former partner for 17 years. There he is. He just he didn't he didn't make any reference to the fact that they had worked together. He <laughs> said, "If you've listened to ESPN, you know this guy." He also called him an Eagles legend, which I think is really a reach. Oh. But. <laughs> But he, there was no reference to this was my partner for 16, 18 years, whatever wow. so it was. So, so, so frigid, huh? yeah, in well, other words. Wow. Well, Golik is the one that was more frigid to Greenberg because he thinks Greenberg, you know, weaseled away from him. He by, did, didn't he? Yeah. He's the one who left the show. <laughs> by, by making a deal for himself and not including him. But, you know, that's. He, he wanted out of radio and being a TV guy. Yeah. I believe he mispronounced the pick as Devontae Davis, not Devontae Smith. Oh, did he? Ooh. That's what this here says. One more thing in the draft. Did you guys see the Eagles War Room dust up? Yes. yes. Okay, let's talk about that. Eagles War Room, you've got Howie Roseman, who was in the old regime under Chip Kelly, Mm -hmm. then demoted but not fired, and he's come back up now to have the juice and the power again. So he's either got photos of Jeffrey Lurie or they really like him. Mm-hmm. But they brought in this longtime personnel vet, Tom Donahoe. And Donahoe, after Lurie or after Roseman made the pick, starts fist bumping and everything, all the guys in the room. And he goes over to Donahoe, <laughs> and this is on camera, Solly. And Donahoe's like, yeah, <laughs> he He totally... Wow shines him all yeah. these handshakes in the in the draft war room it seems so forced like oh we're on camera we better shake well, hands do you remember the high five the here. famous one where the uh jimmy johnson was doing the draft and jerry jones said the espn cameras are on us make it seem like you're consulting with me before each pick uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and jimmy jimmy didn't go with that one. Oh, there all they right are. here they yeah. are look at all the fist pumps and here we, here he goes all the way over to yeah don't <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> so forced. <laughs> Look at him. That's great. And Rose was like, "What? Yeah, you don't like this guy?" Donahoe's just walking off on his own. You know, Donahoe worked for before, don't you? The maybe the best drafting franchise in the history of the NFL, Pittsburgh. Oh, that, that's that, right. So he's probably looking at this and he's thinking, you know. What a, <laughs> what a dick move, though. Seriously. Yeah, it's like he, either you're on the team or not. Uh, Come on, man. He's probably looked at him and go, you know, I work with Chuck Knoll. <laughs> and, and you. You little pitcher. Who first, are you? First of all, get a real first name. Howie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me ask you guys about the Aaron Rodgers situation. Oy. As complete outsiders and as guys who has, have watched here us struggle to find a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Every other team in the league is always like, we got to get the next guy. The Packers have had the guy for two straight regimes, 30 years, 30 years of quarterbacking peace mm-hmm. from Favre to Rodgers, Favre Rodgers. And now it's on the brink. Right. What do you make of it? Do you think Rodgers is for sure not wanting to come back? I, I believe this latest one where he wants the general manager fired, Gunnikunst, I think that's what this is all about. And I think he waited a year for his revenge because Gutekunst is one who took love in the yes. first round last year yes. and moved up to do it and didn't tell him. Oh, wait, till draft day 2021. Yeah, so I'll just, get him. Well, because he knew hey, it was, Schefter, here's a story mm-hmm. that'll mess your whole draft coverage for the day. Right. Yeah. I want out. I'm yeah. not coming out. What and you prick. know what? And, and they're, now they're kissing his ass. Now they're putting oh, out yeah. statements. Well, Mark, we love him. We want him here for the full future, Mark Murphy says. We, you, we love this Have guy. you read some of the statements? Have yeah. you heard? Now they're puckering up. Uh-huh. I've been screaming this on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee for a long time time i'm like if you're in the rogers business be in the business and he's, kiss his ass a little bit he's getting Stop. old oh really yeah no. getting old huh? we're all getting old not in this day and age <laughs> he, he thinks he'll be brady and doing this in five years yeah he's a low mileage 37 
because he, he didn't waited. Play, didn't play he for didn't, three years. Didn't play for three years. Then, Low mileage. Then he's gotten his, his chest crunched twice and been out. He's played 250 games. <laughs> he's had a concussion or two, but still. So if he were to, if they were to fire Gutekunst, that'd be pretty unprecedented, wouldn't it? Can you remember a time, Andy, in which a player got an executive fired out of spite? No. <laughs> I know coaches, but probably not uh, not one that comes to mind. But, yeah, I mean, uh, and is he a good GM? I don't know. You're closer I to that. Th- I think he is, but I think he made a fatal mistake. Yeah. He came after the king and missed. Right. <laughs> he better cut his head off. You better he, fucking get the king, right? Get he went after the king and Rodgers, and Rodgers said, are you fucking kidding me, a quarterback? We went to the NFC title game. We're on the brink of the Super Bowl. We need another wide receiver, and you fucking do this because you think I'm about out of gas? Yeah. Fuck you to the moon. Watch this. MVP season. Yeah. Now, what are you going to fire that dummy with the weird name? Right. That's a bold move. It's not going to sit very well, I think, though, with a lot of fans. You'd be shocked at the anti-Rodgers sentiment really? he rubs in Milwaukee. kind of the wrong way. Yeah, but he I wins mean, games. He's, d- he's one of a handful of guys. Ding, ding. You can't get another one ding. like this. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> it's a one-of-a-kind I know. They had him for 15 years, I know. 16 but, and, years, and, and it was great. And his deal is not really like the, the what happened with Favre. He fell down the draft board so low that Green Bay just said, well, I mean, we don't really need a quarterback, but we can't pass this guy up the, at right. It's the very situation. Like it's not, it though. No, it's different, though, because love, love, they moved up to get him. True. Big deal. Move up. They, people move up all the time, but they got yeah. a plan for they the They moved future. down first, and then they moved back up. But so the point is, on. they yeah, said, we got to get this guy right. when, when Rodgers still can play. And I'm right. sure Favre was pissed off when they drafted him. Like, I'm not that old. I'm, I'm, he's younger than Rodgers was when he started, wasn't he? I love this tweet. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was at the Derby over the weekend. And he kind of had a look to him with sunglasses, long hair, slick back. Brady showed up as well. Brady and his boys are always there. Brady's got this big weird hat. And the tweet is, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's at the Derby to arrest Tom Brady. He's he's staring out over the railing like, where is that guy? I got to go get him. Or you could go the other way on that because Brady's sort of dressed like a G-man from from the 30s, you know. The ones who hunted down Bonnie and Clyde. So NBC, NBC tried to get him on camera, get him to say something. He declined. Mike Tirico said Rodgers told him that he that Rodgers was, quote, disappointed that news has come out of this rift with the Packers. He released the news. What do you mean disappointed? <laughs> he's just playing it exactly the way it needs to be played. He's right. not stupid. Right. He He's like, I'm sorry this came out. This yeah. was not – this was between me yes. and the family. This our dirty laundry was not to be aired. Shailene put him up to all this, probably. Okay, I'm glad you brought up Shailene, Solly, because people are already starting to saw Mike Freeman push back. Yoko Woodley there. Yeah, (laughs) Mike Freeman uh, covers the NFL was you know earning his woke brownie points by saying, "Don't you dare bring up his fiance. That is so retro. That's not right. Blah blah blah." I say. You can bring it up as long as you recognize that he's in love with her. They're going to get married. We'll see. And she, <laughs> she has quick engagement. She has influence on his life. But she said she doesn't. There's nothing wrong with a woman having she influence. Doesn't know anything about football. She claims she didn't know what he did when she sure met him. She doesn't give a shit about football, and that's part of the factor into this. I think she's one of these types that's telling Aaron. You can do. You're so smart. You're handsome. You're good. You can, you can do anything. Host if you want. Yeah. You can do anything you want. In other words, what she has done is fed into Rogers's thought process of football is this big of my life, mm-hmm. not all of my life. Right. You know. Or or she's saying to him, get everything you want. 
or get out and do something else. Right. Don't, don't compromise for these people. Or these these fucking rubes up there in the cornfields, they don't appreciate you. <laughs> she could be feeding that to him. And while see, some would stupid. say so, so, <laughs> some would say that's wrong of her, she shouldn't do that. Others would say, you know what? She ain't wrong. She's right. You could argue that she sees what he can't see or what we in the sports industrial complex don't want to consider mm-hmm. that the Packers aren't smart enough to value him. Right. And and she's also I don't know what she earns per film. A lot. But well, but she's looking at what he makes, which is a lot. And maybe she's saying, if if I'm as big a star as you are in the movies, I make four times that much. Right. Okay. So maybe maybe that's part of the thinking there too. She's twenty nine twenty nine years old. Her net worth is only twelve million. Okay. And she apparently makes $40,000 per episode for the show The Fault in Our Stars. Never that, heard. that was a movie she was in. Oh, that was a movie. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what show. She, uh, first of all, I don't think she's hot. Well, I don't either. <laughs> you don't either? I don't think she's hot, number one. And I don't I mean, he's, think. He's gone from Olivia Munn, who was all right. Yeah. To Danica. Yeah. Uh, but look, it, he's but... he's happy. He's in love. I guess. Mazel, mazel, we'll good things. It won't last. But, I won't uh, judge. But I mean, so, he thinks he'll be the Jeopardy host, which I, I can't believe that they want him. Oh, he's Aaron Rodgers. we got to get him. They've tried out. I mean, Joe Buck is auditioning. I know. Uh, Ratings all, are good. I, all I, sorts of great people. I could see him doing it when he's playing, too, right? He could fly and do episodes on Tuesday. Oh, you, you batch record them. Yeah. yeah. You just like, pile Sage, them up. Like, Jack lives here. Here He goes out, like, three days a month to record yeah. them. Yeah. So, do you think he'll be a Packer this fall? No. So, where is he going? Denver, right? That's the only landing mm-hmm. spot. They didn't take a quarterback when they could have. Right. This is the Elway it's move. Elway, right. Elway's like, Aaron. I suck at picking quarterbacks. The only one I picked was was yeah. Manning, and yep. that was a no-brainer. I need to pick you so I'm not a complete disaster as right. a GM. But also, you can't go to any other team and have a face-to-face meeting with the president of the team and be able to speak the same language. Like, you and I, we're the same guy. Okay. So, so anything you say to me, I'm going to understand. If you talk to, you know, even Robert Kraft, he's yeah. not going to get it. Hypothetical price, three ones and Von three Miller. Three ones. Hypothetical price, three ones and Von Miller. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's yeah. too much. Yeah. Well, that's you need you need Von Miller to balance out the salaries. Yeah. I but guess. then three and number ones, I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> they, they were talking about cutting Von Miller, too. And Miller's coming off an injury. He didn't play well, at all okay. last year. Maybe he's not the guy to throw in there. I haven't really workshopped trades because, honestly, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> like, I'm sick to my stomach because yeah. I've been the number one Rodgers stand, and I was looking forward to at least a good two or three more years of him kicking ass. And I think Jordan Love's probably going to suck because <laughs> the chances are you're not going to get three aces in a I row. I agree. I agree. Well, he was. He didn't even play this year. He wasn't even dressed. He was their third. That'll game. help him. Exactly. Any guy who doesn't play is, is helped in his first couple of years, <laughs> yeah. though. That's what did our great friend Larry Weissman say once about the Redskins backup? Todd uh, Collins. Todd Collins. He's he good, said, as long as you don't have to play him. <laughs> he's a great backup. He's a great backup. As long as you don't have to play <laughs> Well, they did play him, though, and he actually played pretty well. I know he did. I just love the phrasing of it. Yeah. It makes no sense, the but Bronco, it does make The Broncos sense. were smart. Did you see how they, what they hold, the, the deal they did with Sertan when picking him? They didn't go to the Senior Bowl. They didn't go to his pro day. They didn't talk to Patrick Sertan at all. No one had, had a mock draft of the Broncos taking him at nine. Huh. And it was uh, it wasn't Elway. It was their other personnel guys. Like, yeah, we, we didn't want to leak that we were interested in. We didn't want anyone moving up to get him. Right. So they they didn't even talk to anyone related to him. like well, we, we see him on tape. Looks what great. do you what do you think of that strategy? That's smart. It worked. No one jumped up to to take him. 
Um, the Cowboys wanted him there at 10, but they thought he was gone, which is why they were fine to right. move back. I don't to, think to that strategy. I think that strategy's strange. You want people to think you're interested, so they'll offer you the moon to try and get them. Mm, no, because the Cowboys may jump ahead of you. Right, right. Uh, if they're like, oh, they want him. That's the guy we want. But trade you, up to eight, we'll take him. You, you think see, they're that's, that stupid though. They're, they don't know who, who to pick, and they base it on how much another team likes them. I don't know. Well, they got I the think, guy, he's the guy they wanted, and they got him. And I think that's actually a brilliant strategy for guys in the first half of the first round because what are you going to fucking learn about the guy that's going to make it or break it? You know him from his talent level, from what's on tape. You can sniff around at the edges. Has he robbed a bank? Yeah. Is he a shithead? Even no? if he has, we'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> right, if you well, remember Scott McLuhan, your DNA is your tape. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's smart, Solly, because yeah. they were a complete stealth bomber right. on that one. No, no one had him there exactly. as a pick. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancer Screen Info. Grandparents, at Vanguard, you're more than just a grandparent. You're the family historians. You fill your closets with heirlooms, family photos, and letters from long ago. You're always planning the next family reunion, even at the reunion. Because for you, time well spent is time spent on them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. All right, let's talk NBA for a second because this is a big NBA podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Looks around nervously. Did you see the Indiana-Oklahoma City game on Saturday night? At one point, Indiana was up by 67 points. Get out of here. Wow. 67. Quick, name someone on Indiana or Oklahoma City. Exactly. I don't know if I can. Oklahoma City is like 21 and 42. They're a complete write-off this year. They've got basically nobody. It was at OKC where if you read the box score, it says no fans in attendance. They said before the year, 
we're not even bringing anyone back because they, they knew they had anyway. a shit team and they weren't gonna, it wasn't going to be worth it to turn on the lights mm-hmm. or to open the popcorn stands. So nobody was there to see it. And at home, they got beat by uh, 67. Wow. This is, I think there's some. Something... No, no, I'm sorry. They got beat by 152 to 95. So 62. Yeah, it was, it was on its way to being the biggest blowout ever. I, I think there's a Is culture... my math right on that? No, it's no, not. Who right. cares? The culture. 50, 57. Thank you, Sal. The culture of quitting is infecting the NBA. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. And, and when you have these load management things where you know you're not going to play certain guys, look, at, look what's happening with Brooklyn. You think all these injuries are legit? No, they're just taking turns playing until they get to the playoffs. Mason Plumley got rested for rest. Mason Plumley. Yeah, Mason Plumley. When you're load managing Mason Plumley, everyone gets load managed. If you're a starter, even on the crappy teams, and, yeah. and no one even knows who you are, you get load managed. Because why not? So what, what do you care? So does a score like that hurt? the NBA, or at this point, is it like you've already been out in the rain without an umbrella, you're soaking <laughs> wet, it doesn't wet. fucking matter. Yeah, Probably. Think that, you think it doesn't matter? No. If, if you're like the NBA, you accept that as the cost of doing business. What horseshit, though. Like, talk about not trying. Yeah. No professional team should be down 67 at home, even without fans, because Indiana's not even 500 themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not the trotters they were playing. It was the yeah. fucking bad team. This themselves. is the league that added playoff teams. They have 20 this year. That's quitting. 20 oh, playoff teams. The so Wizards are hot. Down. They still got a losing record, but they're right. going to make the playoffs now because they've Yeah, and if you're the coach, of the coach of the team is getting blown out, there's two ways to do this. You can say to your starters, well, you're not going to try. I'm just going to leave you out there tonight because you, you don't want to be out there. I'm going to make you go. Or you say to them, well, I got you know eight guys on the bench here who are going to play harder than you, so I'm just going to play them. Yeah, can't take a knee in, in basketball or, Steve, or put out a, mm-hmm. a infielder Steve, to pitch. Steve Kerr said recently because uh, Golden State got out rebounded by like thirty, like fifty four to twenty eight. He's like, you know, the fundamentals in this league. He said, I've never seen him this bad. He said, nobody boxes out anymore. Mm-hmm. They see a shot go up and they just think, oh, I'm going to go and get the rebound, and their man runs by him and grabs it. Yeah. Well, look at what, what Russell Westbrook is doing is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and people were talking at the beginning of the season they made a terrible trade. This is turning out to be one of the greatest trades in the history of the franchise. The wall is hurt again yeah. sitting out the Shut rest of the down. season. Yeah. He's yeah. out of the league in two years. Probably. He's done. Wall. Yeah, well, because wow. he's been hurt all the time, and, and you know, he, he doesn't. Makes $41 million a year. Yeah, as soon as that's, <laughs that's up, amazing. he's done. Ridiculous. And, and Westbrook. He might be done before it's up. Yeah, I guess might, there have been NBA players who have collected their full check not playing. Steve Francis. Steve Francis, I think two years after he left the league, was like the third highest paid player. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but with Westbrook, double-digit rebounds every night. Yeah, because nobody blocks out. Yeah. And he's super springy and quick and loves playing basketball. Right. That's all he loves. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get caught up in the drama. No. He's the most grounded superstar, I think, in the league. That's why I like him. Yeah. It's I just like no him. bullshit with him, you right. know? And he's and four he... away from Oscar's triple-double. Yeah, yeah. people like have that. been ripping him year all year. I don't get it. You know, he's 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 terrific. And yet, despite the Wizards having won ten of twelve and like thirteen of fifteen, they're still in the ten spot they're in right the there. East. They dug themselves such a hole. I know, yeah. I know. Are you excited about the Wiz for the first time in the years Wiz and years? And years? I think you know. Look, I think in their first round series, which looks like they play Indiana right now. So, I'm talking about next year. Oh, next year? Assuming they don't dig themselves well, a hole. Now that Beal and Westbrook have gotten their mojo together. Okay, can't, I don't know how the, the cap works. Seems like you can do anything you want with the cap. If there's a player who looks at that backcourt and says, I'm the third guy, do you think he comes here? 
Depends Don't who know. else has We've never had that. Situation. We've never had the third guy to say, I want to come here. No. Never. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what you need. Uh, another thing, the Spurs blew a 77-48 to halftime lead <laughs> and allowed Jason Tatum for the Celtics to go off for 60, and they lost in overtime. Right. That's also horseshit. Yeah. You're up 29 at half, and I- then you lose letting one dude score 60. That's not trying. And that's Popovich, right? Popovich, the, the great Popovich, let that happen? I guess so. Fuck him, though. I'm so done with uh, Popovich. (laughs) Speaking of so done with, I want you guys to think while I tell this story. What former great brand, restaurant, store, thing, activity, place that you once loved has so jumped the shark, has so fallen to a state of, oh, my God, this place is so bad right now, it hurts your heart? Because I got to say, Andy, I have gone to P.F. Chang <laughs> for the last really? time. Good thing you gave away that gift card to Andy last week. No, I didn't <laughs> get that. Was, was, uh, that was uh, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, maybe you gave Scott the P.F. Chang. Yeah. Here's the story of the gift card, Solly. It was sitting there like an orphan on my desk at home. <laughs> and uh, oh, young, maybe you have it. Okay. young Catherine always loves Chinese food, so I thought, hey, it's a Saturday excursion. My first thought was I'll go to Dulles Town Center to the PFJ. Oh, wait a minute. That's closed. Mm-hmm. So that's gone down. We used to have a payway, which was like the miniature son of PF Chang's, the quick service version mm-hmm. of it. That closed in Leesburg. I don't know why. I love that place. But I've always loved PF Chang's. You know that. The one that's right down the street here in Rockville Pike. Gone. Gone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that too. It was, it was part of White Flint. White Flint. White Flint's gone. Yeah. So, there. So, so they had the PF Chang's at Tyson's Galleria, and we went to go, and it was a miserable experience all really? around. The service was slow. The recipes have changed. The food was not nearly as good. Uh, and then I go to use the card, Solly, and Uh-oh. the guy says, oh, I'm sorry, sir, but we, we lost power yesterday, and the oh, system no. the system is not taking gift cards ever since we lost power. Really? <laughs> I said, bro, I drove 30 minutes out of my way to use this card wow. today. And he's like, sorry, I can't do anything about it. So... P.F. Chang's wow. done, and it used to sit, Andy, in the pantheon of my Chinese food enjoyment. You would always kind of deride it as overly expensive. It you was, know my theory was, on, on Chinese food. What's your theory? Chinese food tastes like Chinese food. <laughs> and if and if you if hold you, on, let me write that if you, down. If you package Fused. it in, like in a, a nice, it was a nice restaurant. I mean, it's it's a, it was a very nice restaurant to go to, and it had certain things that Chinese places don't necessarily have, like lettuce wraps. Which you don't eat anyway. Of course. Yeah, right. So to me, if I'm going to eat Chinese food, I'm just going to eat Chinese food at a Chinese restaurant, not in a fancy chain place like P.F. Chang. But I thought it was unique because every place I've ever ordered for, is, it's pretty much the same. The food's the same. Yeah. The, the menus are almost exactly the same. You can replace China Cafe with, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> General Tso's chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Orange the, peel the, beef. The same appetizers, the same soups. Yeah. All the same meals. And they all taste Basically the basically same. Basically the same. You know, it, it. I think it's different with that with other, other foods. You know, well, P.F. Chang's incorporated Sally, little Korean, right, and a little bit, and, of, and it was higher end food. The few times was. I ate there, it was a little different. And there's a place in Rockville, um, it's not I forget what it's called, but it's it's a sit down place, and it's it's like that too. It's a little bit better. It's more expensive, so it better be better. But it, it was a little different. I thought P.F. Chang's was like that as well. It's a goddamn tragedy. I am so hurt by this. So, Next, you're going to hate golf. You're like, ah, golf. Yeah. <laughs> and you're limited, too. You don't eat vegetables, and vegetables are a big part of Chinese. So, <laughs> Well, I can work around it. I have my whole life. Yeah. I know how to say 
blah, 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 no veggies. Yeah. Right. Blah, 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 can you no take, veggies. Can you take veggies out of a Chinese dish? Yeah, but you that, can, you can or pluck you them out. Eat, or, eat around them. Yeah. I, but, I, but most Chinese places know how to do no veggies, right? including the Thai place. Now, the Thai place in town is now our new go-to. go-to. It's Fin Thai. They've got these egg noodles with the uh, teriyaki Ooh. chicken. Me Good and my stuff. daughter love the same thing. It's great. So, question. Is there something that has slipped for you guys? A brand, <laughs> a place, a thing, a product, a restaurant where you're just like, man, it's so sad. They used to be, they used to be something. <laughs> now, it's no good. Just think about it. I'll, I'll solicit uh, listeners to tell me. Listeners out there, as you're listening to this, what has fallen in your eyes to a level that hurts your heart? Well, to me, like the, I think the last time I went bowling, I'm like, this used to be more fun. Now my <laughs> now my wrist hurts. You know, we were out forty bucks, and my wrist. Doesn't hurts. that apply to everything in life, though, Sally? I guess. I'm yeah. Didn't old. everything used to be more fun? I suppose. Yeah. It, usually, it is. It's like a movie you saw as a kid. And you're like, see it again. Like, yeah. Yeah, the that movie. That was funny, like, I guess, when I was twelve. Porkies. Yeah, I was uh, laughing yeah. when I was a kid. Not so much. Now. I've been to the movies in over a year. I used to like to get popcorn. But the popcorn's so expensive, it just seems like it's just not worth it. To so do. expensive for such shit. Yeah. It is such a low-grade food. Well, the right. whole movie experience. I mean, you're out yeah. 40 bucks a person if you go to a movie, yeah, right? For the ticket, not... the food. It's insane. I it's mean, a shame. I, I, I you loved, used to love the movies, right? I do, and I'm, I'm going to go back when there's actually something fun to watch in it, but it's going to take till deep in the summer, I, I think, for said, that to happen. You said you went to something, and you and your daughter were the only ones in there. Yeah. Right? What'd yeah. you see? <laughs> I was some kids' movie. The only thing that's been dribbling like, yes. dribbling out is the animated kids' movies and shit movies that have been stuck and buried in the can. Mm. And the studios are like, "What are we doing with this thing? <laughs> we know it sucks. <laughs> We've already spent to do it. We've got the final edit, but we don't want to put it out yet. Where do we do? They they unloaded a lot of those during the pandemic. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. What? Oh, we'll end on this today. Unless, by the way, you guys have something to bring up as well. By the way, make sure to listen to Andy Poland on the Sports Capital in Washington, D.C., AM 630, and also FM. Are you still on AM 630? AM 630. We're, we're holding down the AM. Holding down the AM, AM dial. band, yeah. Andy can be heard uh, weekdays from what time? 10 to 1? 10 to, uh, usually 10, always 10 to 11. 10 sometimes, to 1. Jeez. Sometimes 10 wow. to 12. Well, I've done show. 10 to 1 okay. also. All right. uh, and uh, uh, by the way, on, on your one of your stations, on 106.7 The Fan, did you see Grant Paulson got a shot yesterday on TV? I did. I don't know how that came about because he was he promoting that. I talked. Well, Grant was going to join me on Sports Saturday, and then he's like, "I can't. I've got to prepare to do a game as an analyst, right, on television." The Nats game. Yeah, and know. he's he. You know, Grant. No matter what you think of him, and maybe not everybody loves him, but he respects the fact that he shouldn't have been doing that. He said, "What am I, a ball player?" He's like, "Why am I doing?" Analysis. They had Dan Kolko the, the day before. I don't know who, exactly. Uh, who so was must have been a last-minute fill-in, right? So something happened with an FP, and apparently um, uh, the, the play-by-play guy was on vacation. Yeah, uh, Carpenter. Carpenter. And I said to I said to Grant, I go vacation. Who the fuck goes on vacation as a play-by-play announcer in baseball? Did he have like a wedding on to television? The family I don't know. And FP was off, and then well, another guy had filled Jagler in. Doesn't Jagler come in to fill in on TV? He or, has or, in the past, but he didn't in this one. Because I saw that I, I met Grant for the first time ever just last week because yeah. he's back coming into studio. Right, again. right. He did a and, great uh, job. I'm going to tell you that. Really? Uh, yeah. He did a really good job. He was well-prepared. He had stuff on each guy. I was really impressed. I said, as a joke, I said, Grant, why don't you whip up a fake 
uh, playing card of you at low A ball <laughs> as like a bullpen catcher. Who right before I was six, on Letterman, I was on yeah. playing low A ball. <laughs> I said you could you could do a very funny spoof card, and that could be your cover for why you're on television doing analysis. Look, you don't need an ex player per se, oh, but it adds credibility. Years ago, they didn't have that. I mean, it's, really? it's a, t- a TV thing. Radio, of course, you don't with Jagler and Slows. They right. they didn't play. But TV but, likes ex players. Yes. Even if you're a low-level pitcher like FP was. Right. But but also what used to happen in the old days was, and this happened with the Mets. Uh, now, Ralph Kiner was an ex-player, but Kiner used to do play-by-play. So you had Kiner, Bob Murphy, and Lindsey Nelson. Okay. And they would rotate between radio and TV. They both, they all three of them did both during really? a game. A lot of, of teams do that now, too. I mean, it's rare that the, the athlete becomes a play-by-play guy. What Jimmy Cephalo does their Dolphins play-by-play. Does he? Yeah, and a couple others do it. But uh... Jimmy Cephalo left his uh, bride at the altar. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, I think he's since married. But, <laughs> wow. but, but day of didn't post. It's funny. I've been listening. When it's not to, right, it's yeah, not right, yeah, Andy. You know, probably, of. <laughs> that's a tough one right the Runaway there. groom. Yeah. Huh? Runaway groom. Yeah. I got cold feet yeah. at the altar. I, I can't go through I was with listening this. to, uh, I've never heard like John Sterling call a whole game. I've heard his highlights. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I never heard Mike Shannon call uh, a whole game. Yankees win. Yeah, Susan. No, yeah, he's and, like 82. Yeah, man. he's still doing it. And it's it's interesting. I heard Mike Shannon. The, it's, uh, you know, I'm finally retiring after this season. I've been doing Cardinals baseball for 62 years. Mike Shannon is a slow pitch. He's got a – I can almost not understand him at right, times. But right. I'm like, and he's really old. And I was like, he's how old is this guy? I Googled when I got to work. Like, he's 82. He's still doing the games. Like, you do this till you die. Why, yeah. Like why uh, Harry Callis he died in the booth, right? Yeah, basically. Unless yeah. you have to th- – like like here with Sonny and Sam, they kind of had to say, you're old. you got to go. I'm yeah. sorry. And you got to push him out the door. By the way, listen to Solly's podcast. Make sure to not just listen, but subscribe and donate at Patreon, not just the Steve Stol- Solomon podcast, but also Solly, Lynn, and Murray, now with a little bit of Murray every <laughs> seven weeks or thereabouts. I'll be on that podcast it, tomorrow we're tomorrow, doing it. Tomorrow, yes. And then we better not use all our good material. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Is uh, there any good material? We have no good material. <laughs> okay. We'll use some. And we'll, it'll we'll air, save it. It'll air when? When do you drop your episodes? Uh, that day. We'll tape so you at 1030. We'll, we'll post it right after. Drop we'll, it while it's hot? Drop, drop it while, while it's hot. hot. <laughs> yes. Okay. So here's one of the all-time ha-ha sucker stories I've sucker. ever read. DJ gets radio station tattooed on arm. Oh, no. And is laid off a week later. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing, but I am fucking laughing. Uh, You're too dumb to not know radio is not worth burning into your skin. Got the hat there. This, this fucking business. Sucker. What a sucker. The Mason Show. I don't even use the, w- my work email because w- like, ah, it'll be a different work in five years anyway. <laughs> not a 2.3 W-I-L St. Louis country music, everybody. I'm well, Mason in the morning, and I've got a tattoo. What's that? Looks like he did oh, it. I've been fired. He did, did it in the right place because it's high up on his shoulder so he can wear a shirt. <laughs> it's, and still, it it's not on his ass. You can still see it t- yeah. <laughs> everywhere, uh-huh. and he's not naked. See, tattoos I, none of us have them I, people who get, he must have others though that's not his only tattoo he's probably got 
right. the other There's got to be a business in the making where you remove tattoos. Oh, there is. The laser removal. It's you know, got to be. It's not just for uh, it's, swastikas. You know, but it's, it's a lot of people do it <laughs> for their bad, stupid tattoos. It's not tattoos. just for MS-13 tattoos yeah, that you thought were a good idea at but the these, time. These guys I see drafted yesterday with tattoos all over their necks. Neck. It's I one know. thing on the arms where you can cover them up, but at some point in your life, you're not going to want to have neck tattoos. I don't, you don't think. You don't I, think that far down the road? I guess not. I mean, anything that's visible with clothing on i mean neck and hand people have like you know the hand tattoos like aren't these expensive too I, yeah well <laughs> the removal process is apparently painful yeah. expensive and doesn't really get it all out i know right away it then has to fade and fade and fade and fade i just don't get it i, I don't get it I either don't get tattoos knowing the fact that you can have a tattoo that's a good couple month tattoo that goes away, just get that and get new ones, you know? But it's a whole cult. It's all about feeling the pain in the needle, and you sort of get addicted to it, they say, and everything Body else. Arts. It's art. And the right. sleeves, these guys oh, with yeah. sleeves. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Rob Dibble had them. Here, here, here's the flip side question. If you could keep your job at a radio station <laughs> for as long as you wanted, <laughs> would you then get a tattoo? <laughs> To ensure that. Only if that was part Sports of the... Sports Talk 980. I mean, ESPN Part of the guarantee. <laughs> if they said... Sally, what about you? No, because they changed their own names no. half the time. No, you would guarantee your job. Oh, that, that would you guarantee like. your job. Guarantee your job yeah. for as long... Until you say, I'm done with it, I'm moving on. I loved my job. They took it away multiple times. So. Okay, so you would not get a <laughs> tattoo. I would have it on my tuchus. Yeah, maybe my tuchus. No, you don't the, get it there. The, where the, where no do you have to have it? On your back your with a back. huge eagle. Oh, no. That's Shoulder blade. Back tattoos I don't get because... No Who's going to see him? No one. You don't even see your own no. back unless you're in the mirror. Like, yeah, that looks well, good. Well, LeBron does because, you know, people see him without his shirt on. Well, all he, time. Tat- he tattooed the king and the chosen one yeah. on himself. Yeah. That guy. All Some right. Uh, anything else before we're done here today? I got one more thing, but I want to give you guys room to roam here. Uh, did, no, you see, think- did you see Didi Gr- Gregorius went on the COVID list for the Phillies? Why? Do you, well, do you know? Why this is a funny ha-ha thing? Ha-ha. Didi Gregorius was one of a handful of MLB players who wore a mask in the field the entire 2020 season mm. and was wearing it still in 2021. And he was bragging about, I want to be careful out there, you mm. know, I want to do everything I can. Guess what? Still fucking landed yeah. on the list. I mean, it's amazing, you know, there, there are guys. Well, McSh- didn't McShay have COVID? That's why he wasn't at the draft. McShay had, had COVID? Last year. Yeah. Not this year. Yes. Yeah, Todd he, McShay he is did, back. He, he missed year. it yeah. last year. Exactly. Trey Turner has been wearing a mask in the field, and, uh, you know, so far for him, I guess. Lorenzo Cain for the Brewers wears a mask. He's now on the DL with a separate injury, not the COVID DL, but he wears a mask in the field. How long? As the only guy, I'm like, what? Three years from now, will there be somebody wearing a mask playing Major League Baseball? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Because, because you remember, the, remember Rip Hamilton when he was playing with Detroit? He was here. The face yes. shield. And he broke his nose, and he started playing with the face shield, mm-hmm. and he was playing great. So he wore yeah. it the rest of his career, right. even like, though his nose was good luck. Fine. Like yeah. Kareem with the goggles. Yeah. Never stop if well, it works. Well, Kareem, that was purposeful because he used to get poked in the eye a lot. That makes sense. Yeah. In, in that. Did you guys watch the Derby at fear? all? Hold on a second. Oh, okay. There'll be a horse pivot on this. But okay. uh, when it comes to fears, everybody has them, certain things. Not all of them are rational. I remember think, you know, thinking about Didi Gregorius wearing a mask, playing baseball, and the same thing for, uh, uh, for uh, Lorenzo, Lorenzo Cain. I'm like, okay, why are you so scared? And then I remember Eric Berry of the Chiefs. Oh, uh, horse. Who is horse. afraid of horses. Uh, I don't do horses. I mean, this is a guy. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah, they go that horse. <laughs> I don't f*** with that horse. Huh? 
He turns away. This was the Broncos horse. Or no, it was the Chiefs horse. No, the Broncos. Horse. Broncos. Now wait till they got to the horse pass. I don't with horses, bro. Right. No, it's the Chiefs. Oh, okay. Chiefs have was, one as well. Beautiful, uh, modeled uh, brown and white horse. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he just, he couldn't, he didn't like Straight it. Up. Might come over here and throw a tantrum. Stay inside the box. Stay inside the box. Oh. Hold up. Coat that horse out there. The horse. <laughs> oh, you need to go ahead with that horse guy now. <laughs> so I guess one man's horse is another man's virus. You wear a mask because you're afraid. Well, animals can be deadly. It's it, not like it's Bevo or something. Maybe he's attacked. Maybe he's bitten once. I yeah. know, but he plays a violent game that he's far wow. more at risk doing that. Just like Lorenzo Cain and Didi Gregorius stand in a box and face 95-mile-an-hour fastballs that could hit you in the face like Bryce Harper. Well, in the cartoons, it's the elephant that's up on the little thing away from the mouse. Yeah. The biggest one is. How about Bryce Harper? Yeah, he he got hit. and and it it, In the face. In the face. It it, it grazed him. It didn't hit him straight on. Oh, Oh. it still looks like it Look at Andy. It grazed him. (laughs) Well, look. Like it didn't feel bad. He wears that that face bar, but it was on the other side. So the unprotected side got hit. Look, remember Tony Canigliaro took one right in the eyeball. I don't his career. career. Like college hockey and peewee hockey, they all were in women's hockey. They all wear the full thing around the the, the, the cage, around your face. But in the pros, eh, we don't care. We're tough. Derby talk, go. Did you see the uh, the, the the Steve Kornacki guy? The the odds. I hate him. I know you hate. I knew you hate that guy. Fucking so I was like, him. oh, I gotta bring this up with Zave, the guy who's the the John King of NBC mm-hmm. with the, with the elections. He's like this. He he was doing that for the Derby. He was so annoying. And their coverage is great. Mark Tirico Tirico hosts it now. Yeah. They got uh, the other Randy Moss. They got Jerry Bailey, Lafitte Pink. I, I love it. I watched the hockey the, guy too, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, what's his name? Col- yeah. Olchik, Eddie Olchik. Eddie Olchik. He's a big odds guy too. Yeah. Why, why do they have? To shove him in our face. I don't know. All the it time. was getting ratings. People were talking I guess about he's, it. He's really. He's yeah. John King, but the exciting. mother's name there he is. was Snugs and Kisses and Bezos. What is that? That is Spanish, Spanish for kisses. For kisses. Oh. Sometimes you combine them. My favorite, Midnight Bourbon. Yes. The mother's name was Catch the Moon. So that's the, the bourbon. They just said, hey, the owner likes bourbon. <laughs> that makes sense. Steve, I'm, I'm going with Medina Spirit. I just think going with the Bob Baffert. Oh, so she got it. Who, is a safe who was that down there? Makes history, uh, but the woman. The other Looks like a younger Linda Cohn. I don't know. Oh, she's uh, Savannah, Gu- not Savannah Guthrie, but uh, the other Spirit. gal. The Very good looking. Bob Baffert has won six Kentucky Derbies as a trainer, and you can get his horse at 15 to 1 odds. At and least he won. He, he won. did one. Yes. He won. So Baffert, he, he, he touted seven horses, but he, he got one right. So at least there was I that. guess so. There's that. But he's so annoying, this guy. I'm like, how do people not see this? Am I the only one who finds him annoying? <laughs> Don't get it. All right, what's the rest of the day bring? I'm going to go play golf today with my man, Hatch. Got my clubs There's right the here. Clubs. Look at all those. There we go. It'll be the first official round What's of big the year. Thing at the top. Oh, this is my camera pole. Oh, that's okay. a whole different thing. Yeah, <laughs> I can put one of these cameras right in the ground. Mm. There'll be live coverage. Andy, you've already done your bike ride, so you're good. Yeah, I got. Uh, I got to do some grocery shopping, finish the laundry, a few things like that. Okay. And Sally might do some laundry as well. Oh, big afternoon. None of your business. None what happened business. to that? Oh, yeah. All right. I'll see you on your podcast tomorrow. Thanks, boys. Thank you. That's why I'm easy. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? 
At my bookie, there is no offseason. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know, maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. At Vanguard. This is more than just a retirement plan. This is your cappuccino date in Italy, the beach house with the matching bicycles. It's your rental car down memory lane and weekends reuniting with friends from over the years. This is the future you imagined, and Vanguard is here to help you build it. Because at Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on. You can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Backed by 24-7 customer support and specialists to help with hard-to-find products. Because you've got everyone's back. We've got yours. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.